You're listening to the 411 on Mousecapades Radio. It's my station. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Brad. We pray that you're all staying safe, happy, and healthy. This is episode 721, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades Podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades Podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your ticket and resort reservation. Text Vicki for our free quote at 636-395-0544. So Brad, we love Disney and we know if people are listening to the show, we assume that they love Disney or on the road to, to loving Disney. And since we started visiting Disney in 2009, we have watched tons and tons and tons of changes. And so today we thought it would be fun to touch on just some of the changes that have occurred in the last 10 years from 2012 to 2022. So our first visit was June of 2009. It was the week before Father's Day. It was incredibly hot, but that has nothing to do with the show. And then our second visit was the fall of 2010. We were able to visit Mickey's Toontown, which is like Mickey and Minnie's houses, Pete's garage, and a whole lot of other things. Like they had their own town of characters. Do you remember that, Brad? Yes, vividly. And uh, Mickey's garden, the tomatoes were shaped like Mickey heads and all that. But in February of 2011, they closed that whole entire area to create the new fantasy land. I think that's probably the most crazy thing to me is that that's been 10 years. Actually, that's been more than 10 years ago that they closed it, but 10 years since it opened. I know we were all sad because we'd only been able to go to the Toontown for a couple of the times, um, but we do have like the pictures in our memory, so that's fun. Um, and they still have a version of Toontown at Disneyland if we ever wanted to go to see it. However, in the fall of 2012, they opened Fantasyland and we got to go that year and see this new Fantasyland. And what was in the new Fantasyland was Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Journey Under the Sea with the Little Mermaid, Gaston's Tavern and their delicious cinnamon rolls, the Beast Castle, which houses the Be Our Guest restaurant, and of course, Rapunzel's Tower with the tangled bathrooms and lantern area. Those are the best bathrooms, but we still, as Joey says, feel like Tangle was slighted by only becoming bathrooms. But so that whole area was built and has been up and running it will be 10 years this October, which seems totally crazy to me. So I was wondering if they were gonna do something special for that. I mean, I know we're doing the whole 50th thing, but that's 10 years and that section has gotten a lot of business, obviously. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train alone and the whole cinnamon rolls at Gaston's Tavern because we all know those are delicious. Not necessarily good for you, but delicious. Yes, very delicious. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I mean, I'm glad we got to see this before they redid it all in a matter of 10 years. And so the other thing that I was going to ask you if you remembered was the big top that they have. It's still there, the big top, but they changed it. 
Mm -hmm. uh, it had a lot more cool toys and stuff in it, like Mouse Gears had at Epcot. Yeah. And I remember that when our friends Lee and Casey went there, they told us all about the Mr. Potato Head pieces that you could buy and make your potato head um, have mini ears and a sorcerer's head and all this stuff. And all that's gone now. So that's a little sad to me. I wish that somewhere you could purchase those things. But I'm sure, well, let me rephrase that, Brad. I'm sure you can purchase them on eBay for $100,000 or something crazy for all these things that they put on there. But um, I'm just sad that that's not an option anymore because kids still play with Mr. Potato Head. Yes, they do. But yeah, also in 2012, Disney gave us the new Art of Animation Resort. It's just kind of crazy to think that 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 seems like yesterday. I know. Now that resort definitely set itself apart from the other four value resorts of all-star sports, all-star movies, all-star music, and pop century, uh, because three-fourths of this resort has family suites that sleep up to six, plus a toddler and a pack-and-play, three and under. The Disney animated-themed rooms are based on The Little Mermaid, Cars, Finding Nemo, and Lion King and families of all sizes love this over-the-top theming. Now, once you enter the art of animation, you'll see drawings, sketches, and artwork of the four movies well depicted at this resort. And even if you don't stay at this resort, you're gonna wanna take a stroll and visit some of the life-sized icons that make these movies really come to life. For example, Ursula, Ariel, Crush, Lightning McQueen, Sally, and more. And this resort has three amazing pools, the Cozy Cone Pool, and it has free cone cabanas, uh, the Big Blue Pool, and it has underwater music and lots of fun sea creatures, and then the Flippin' Fins Pool in the Little Mermaid section. So this resort definitely changed family vacations for many who come to Disney World, for sure. And I know we did a whole, uh, you can go back and listen to those from last fall. We did resort coverage where we talked about each individual resort, Brad. Uh, but I did want to say, even though this is a value resort, it is going to be a little bit more than the regular value resorts because of how many people you can get into that room and your extra amenities like a kitchenette and that kind of, and you have an extra bathroom. And so those are things to look at. But this is a really cool resort. We have not stayed there. Um, that doesn't mean we won't ever stay there, but we have not stayed there as of yet. But the theming is in it is it's made for true Disney fans. Now, not that you can't be a true Disney fan and not love this place, but I'm saying if you are two adults or four adults, you might not want to stay at this place. It really is themed for families. Or if you're a serious, serious Disney fan like we are, we have Disney everywhere then you might appreciate this. But one of my friends even said that she's a serious D Disney fan. And it was, the theming was a little over the top at points when she'd wake up in the middle of the night and she'd see sea creatures on the wall and she was a little flipped out. So that's just to give you a warning. It's amazingly done, but just know that you are completely engulfed, which is what Disney wanted for you. Yeah, I mean, we're serious Disney fans and we've not even stayed here yet. So I think this is gonna be at some point, it'll probably be on our list to stay here, at least for one visit when we go. I don't know. We'll have to see. It would make sense, I guess, more if you have more people coming with you. Like for us, just two people, it might not make sense if it's just us two. Right. If you got five or 
six or seven, it makes a whole lot more sense to go this route, I think. Yeah, well, we have adult children now, so it's a little bit different than somebody coming yeah. with a five, a six, and a two-year-old or something. So, and our son is six foot something. He's a large boy. Everybody always thinks he should be quarterback for football, and he did not play football, but those beds maybe are not made for Joey. He needs he, a, a let out bed might not be comfortable for Joey to sleep. Not made for the man child that is Joey. Yes, for sure. So then in the fall of 2012, Disney was piloting the Magic Band program, which we were there for. Um, they chose certain resorts to try out the Magic Bands. They sent us information. We knew we were getting them. Uh, they wanted to be able to work out the kinks before they put it all out full blast into the Disney system. And so the awesome thing for us was that meant paper fast passes were still there. You remember fast passes, right, people? Anyway, <laughs> that meant that fast passes were still a thing. Well, they hadn't worked out all the kinks, obviously. Like I said, that's what they were doing. So we were able to get three paper fast passes during the day, and we were able to get the three fast passes that were on our Magic Band. So we really got six fast passes a day during on that during that trip. And it. And we're not sure was Disney doing that just because they were we were testing it out and we were some of the guinea pigs because there were little glitches at the beginning. You know, sometimes when people scan their bands to go into the parks, sometimes it doesn't register correctly or it doesn't link and they have to come over and send the person with the iPad. So I didn't know if maybe they did that as a bonus for us because we were being guinea pigs or was that a kink they were working out? So we, we don't really know. We just know it was an amazing trip. I like to refer to this as, you know how there's a series of movies that comprise the Renaissance period of Disney. I like to call this the Renaissance period of magic bands. It was that short period where you could work the system through both ways. And so now that's definitely, that's a time past and long gone at this point. Now with Genie Plus, they're definitely not gonna go back to that for sure. Oh, I, yeah, I don't believe so. But at the time, with the Magic Bands being new, they came out in the primary and the secondary colors. That's all they were. Red, blue, green, yellow, orange, and purple. Now, obviously that has changed a lot over time. The Magic Bands um, are used for tickets to the park, to purchase items, to buy meals with or without the dining plan, or with or without the dining plan. You um, could use it for your pictures and a year or so after the Magic Band was started, then we were able to open our doors to our room. It was a short period, but there was a short period that we did not, or we weren't capable to open our room with our Magic Band. Yes. So speaking of Magic Band, you know, now we have Magic Band Plus. It's the new thing. It's the new rage. Everyone's doing it, right? I don't know if everyone's going to be doing it. I don't know. Because when Magic Bands first went out to all guests, they were included in your reservation. Like it was just part of your deal. And 30 days prior to your Disney visit, the magic bands, they came in the mail. And it was always a glorious day. It's a happy day. Um, you could unbox those things and it was like a little piece of joy in a box. <laughs> um, and that was just a signal that your magical vacation was right around the corner. And so, after a couple of years though, Disney started creating magic bands with Mickey and Friends, Disney and Pixar movies, resorts, and more. So kind of adding to just the plain style. They started adding more, you know, theming to the magic bands. 
and the character and resort magic bands weren't free, but guests could pay the difference to upgrade them. And then after a few years, any Disney guest could purchase the magic band to be used for their park ticket and pictures while on property. And so we were going along just great. And then the pandemic hit. And then when Disney reopened, the company was trying to find ways to save money. So in the fall of 2020, they removed the free magic bands with your resort reservation. And so at that time, guests could still buy just the plain Jane solid color magic bands for just $5, a minimal fee. Uh, and it seemed like an inexpensive way to get a souvenir that would be very helpful on your trip. And Disney also did offer the character movie and resort bands at a cost. Uh, it ranged from $15 and up for those. And this was true for about eight or nine months. And then sometimes towards the end of 2021, Disney's magic band choices on the My Disney Experience app began to fade and dwindle. And by the beginning of this year in 2022, magic band choices are pretty much gone. You can still get your magic bands on Disney World property. We're not sure when or if you'll be able to order them on My Disney Experience again. And then the latest rage coming soon Disney's going to be releasing the Magic Band Plus, just like everything else, Disney Plus. That's the Magic Band Plus. Genie Plus. Genie Plus. All the pluses. So you just got to kind of think of these as the iPhone meets Magic Band. It looks really cool, but the verdict's still out on this one because it's just going to be one more thing that you're going to need to keep charged. Yes, that's right. You have to charge these, which is kind of a pain. Now, after they're up and running, we'll give you more feedback and information on this Magic Band Plus, but I'm very curious to see what people are going to think about this one. I'm not going to say we're not going to do it because there's been other things that we thought we wouldn't and then we did, um, but I want to wait and see. And honestly, that's what we have all the social media for is for these vloggers to test things out. So. I think uh, we'll let them test them out first, Brad, and hopefully they'll come out before we go on our trip in October and we'll have a better understanding of it. I think Disney uses that too, even if it's negative sometimes. They'll try to make changes based on, you know, influential vloggers. If they're, if they're seeing trends go one way or the other, they try to, I think, course correct based on that before it, before it gets out to the masses, I think, so. Well, since... 2012, the My Disney Experience has become kind of the lifeline to the Disney trip. Now, I really think it was around, I'm 99% sure that it was around in 2010 because that's when I planned our trip for the first time and I was just amazed at all the selections that I could do because I know that on our first trip, we went through a travel agent and if we wanted to do anything outside of what the travel agent did for us, which we do everything, but back then, they didn't necessarily sit on the phone for us and get our reservations because I remember that Angela had to do that for us. Um, but that being said, it, it you need it now. Like they've made it to where at that point, only certain people did it. Most people only knew how to call in and do everything, which you still can do. But let me just tell you to be prepared with a movie on or something and have that uh, headphone in your ear or something because as Brad can attest, I have been on the phone, well, 
two summers ago, I was on the phone for seven hours while we were trying to do free dining for some for some clients. So just be prepared for that. Yes, shameless plug, your story travel company agents will be on the phone for hours for you to try to get what you want. But even with that, it's like you said, Vic, the My Disney Experience app on a mobile device is almost a necessity now. You can't get everything done in advance like you used to be able to, really. You need the ability through your iPhone or through your mobile device through the My Disney Experience app to do things on the fly while you're there. It's just almost, they've almost made it a necessity now. Well, it doesn't say that you have to do it, but now because you do have Genie Plus, and the map is on there and the tip guide and mobile ordering. They, yeah, they say that in theory, but in practice, people know. Um, if you're in the know and you know anything about how this works, you know it is a necessity, even though they say it's not a necessity. I Yeah, because I have a senior citizen client. Actually, you guys have heard me talk about him. Um, I feel like he's a friend at this point just because uh, I've worked with him for so long since middle of the summer last year I believe is when we started booking these trips for this year and he didn't know how to download it he doesn't even interestingly enough I didn't find out till I was helping him uh, get ready for going over his itinerary for his first trip in March he doesn't know how to put anything on his phone which we need that for my mom no offense mom if you're listening um, but he doesn't have his password he's not allowed to add apps his kids add it for him and it's just because they know that he doesn't know how everything works and they don't want him to do anything to cause his phone to have a virus and so they helped him get all hooked up with the mobile app and then he was ready to go and actually I was very impressed um, I mean I tried to to uh, what do you call that when you do it beforehand like just prepare him as best that I could for what it was gonna be like when he got there and I feel like he did a really great job on the information with the information I gave him considering he admits to not being the techie that younger people are and honestly he was taking his nine-year-old grandson so I said if all else fails I think you should ask your grandson because there's a good chance he'll know what to do yeah either look in your manual or hand it to the hand it to your closest teenager and they'll just tell you what to do well, he's only nine but yeah these kids know yeah a lot all right moving on mobile ordering that's another thing that's been added to the Disney World space since 2012. And to be honest, when Disney first introduced it, we weren't so sure that ordering on our phones or mobile devices would pan out the way they thought it would. Uh, it started in 2019, but it wasn't until after the pandemic that a lot of people realized just how beneficial mobile ordering was. So in order to keep restaurants social distance and safe, guests were asked to mobile order their food. And so once you put your order in, you'd wait until the app told you that your food was ready, which is a cool feature, at least it tells you. And at that time, you would make your way up to the window or the entrance and the cast member would look at your mobile device and see, oh yes, that's valid, you have something ready. And then they'll let you go get your food. And so this kept the numbers of people down in the restaurants and it was able to keep them better socially distanced and safe and safer. So now fast forward to 2021, the mobile ordering system allowed guests not only to choose their food and order it, but they were also allowed to choose their food, pay for it, and choose the time that they wanted to eat it. 
So that was just another enhancement that made it great because you can do it in advance. And again, you put your order in and the app will notify you at your designated time or around that time that it's available for pickup. When you arrive at the restaurant, so you, when you arrive at the restaurant, you can say, click on I'm here, which is a button in the app. And when it's ready, you'll get another reminder that says, oh, your food is actually ready. And then you show a cast member, hey, I'm, I'm valid, I'm good to be here. And then they'll let you go retrieve your food because that's how they check. You can't just go up. You gotta have, you gotta show proof that you have food actually waiting. And so we believe this is probably one of the best things Disney's come out with as far as the mobile app side of things, not just solely for pandemic purposes, we think it's it's a great thing just in general right so for instance a, a good example brad is casey's corner because casey's corner was like literally like salmon going upstream and you got people coming in and people trying to come out with their food and it was such a close quarter that you always worried you were going to spill something on somebody or you're going to drop your food and with this new system you don't go in until there's a plate or to the food is designated done and so at any given time there might be six stations of people coming in but six stations of people is much better than about 60 stations of people that you felt like you were in before and so um i think that it's really helped and i i think it's really great because they don't have to pre-make food i mean they might pre-make right. some things but for the most part they're making it on the right at that moment Correct. They might have hot dogs, you know, in their little broiler or whatever from that they started. But <clears throat> for the most part, everything is made fresh right that second as soon as you hit that button, especially like um, Aloha Isle when Joey goes to get his Dole Whips. Like he puts it in and he tells what time he wants it and they're making it right when he's walking up. I mean, yeah, it's awesome. Well, listeners, thank you so much for listening to part one of Disney Memory Lane over the past 10 years. Uh, we will do the second part next week. Uh, we, When we started researching this, we realized how much information this was, and we didn't want to leave anything out because there's a lot to listen to and remember and reflect on, and some things that I know some new Disney listeners may or may not already know, and it's always good to relive or rehear something. In fact, there were some things that I relearned while I was researching for this episode. So we're going to go ahead and close it out for this week. Um, even though we've had all these changes, fantastic, and some of them not always fantastic, we are so grateful to Walt and to Mickey Mouse for bringing magic into our lives. And so we will finish this up again next week. A few final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com or you can text us at 636-395-0544. And if you would like to book a trip or just want a free quote, text us at 636-395-0544. Just as Vic mentioned, you can make a reservation for a $200 refundable deposit. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or on our TikTok account, Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. 
Well, Brad, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Just keep swimming. Have a magical day, my friends.